0: This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Aika Ziji of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God was an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the word of God that will take your life to the next level. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26 is our communion service. If you're watching online, please get your communion element ready. The Lord, my healer. Somebody say, the Lord, my healer, I can hear you. the Lord, my healer Shout at the Lord. My healer is not the Lord, the healer. They have to personalize who God is to you, to you. Who is God to you? Whoever you call him to is what he becomes to you. Is the, the is individualistic. Whoever you call him, he becomes that. He becomes that in your life. So when he said the Lord, my healer, you're saying, God, I believe that you are my healer. We are not just talking about the healing in your body. God can heal you psychologically. He can heal your emotions. He can heal you mentally. He can heal anything. When he say healing, people think we're talking about only body. There are many areas of our lives we have been broken. We need the healing power of God to come upon us. Can you shout amen? So healing, don't limit the healing power of God to your body. Healing power of God. Is released upon every area of your life. You think you're lagging. You're lagging. You want that part to come upon you. That part will be released in your life. Can you shout Hallelujah? Somebody, yeah. glory to God. He said, "For I am the Lord that who heals you." We call it Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha. You see, when the Bible says, David said, "Come in, I." Uh, uh, when I come into the house of the Lord I am glad when they say let us go into the house of the Lord. I am glad. So when you come into the house of the Lord it's not a place when you come you are putting on long face. It's a place you come you are excited. It's a place when you come you are glad. It's a, the, I am glad when they say why because in the presence of God that is what liberty that is healing, that is deliverance, that's the place you possess your possession. So when you come into the house of the Lord, be excited. It doesn't matter what you're going through. The thing is that we don't understand the value of coming to God's presence. That's why whenever we come, we are just doing anyhow. We are just burning a frowning face. When you come in the household, be excited. Be excited believe that something will happen that you're not going to leave this that place the same. It's like when you're going into the house of a king, a king invited you. When you get into the house of a king that invited you, I can guarantee you, you're not going to go the same. Because the king will leave you and give you a gift. The same way when you come into the house of the Lord, God is inviting you to come and fellowship with him. What How dare you think that you're going to go this same? That is why you come your side. You don't understand the atmosphere that you're into. You don't understand what is happening in the atmosphere God, that God has brought you into. He, he's bringing you into the atmosphere to give something, to place something in your life. To put something on you that will distinguish you in the world. So when you come into the house of the Lord, drop all the burden behind you. Drop all the things behind you and focus on him who is not just able, but he can do what he says he can do. And this morning, that healing power of God will come upon your life. I say it will come upon your life in the name of Jesus. From this day, when you come in, be excited. Shout for joy. Celebrate God. Shout out to God, I thank you. I praise you. I know that you are God indeed. Let the voice of shouting and celebration not depart from your mouth. The Bible said the shout of the king was among them. The enemy can't stop you when this shout of praise of God is in your life. Can you shout amen? And you have to carry it not just in the church, carry it wherever you go. To your home. Carry this excitement from God wherever you go. It's an aura, it's an atmosphere that when you when you put it to work in your life, the difference will show wherever you go. Can you shout, Amen? Glory to God. I am the Lord that heals you. I want to I want to read that in a, in the a, a C E V translation. He said, "I am the Lord your God. I cure you. I cure your diseases. I cure." You see, God is not just saying. Sometimes we will say and say, we're not doing He said, I cure your diseases. Guaranteed. So the problem with us is that we find it too hard to believe. Too hard to believe and receive. Is it the most difficult people to pastor are people who, who have been in the church for 20 years, 30 years. They say, what are you going to preach? I know everything. that's the most difficult you see someone who just gave his life to Christ anything you tell him about the Bible he believes but if you have been in church for years what is he preaching? I know everything he's going to talk about. You you, you don't open your heart to receive and that is why we are lacking in the blessings of God. Glory to God and God wants us to open our heart to receive his word. Can you shout hallelujah? So You see, I am the Lord and I cure your diseases. Can you shout amen? So, my point this morning is you must receive this word. You must receive this word. God's word is God speaking to me. God's word is God speaking to you. This is God's word to you. I want to give you an instance. For instance, if for, I want to use me and my wife for instance, if I tell my wife I'm going out, I, I tell her, please, please uh, I need food by 3, 3 p.m. When I come back, please get me food. And I left. Now, I did it the first day. I told him, please get food for me. I'm coming back at 3. And I came back at 3. Food was waiting for me. And I ate the food. The next day, I write a note. I write a note on paper. I didn't give, I didn't talk to her. I write a note and leave it on the table, and she come and the same thing leave food for me. I'm coming back at three p.m. Now, my me speaking and me writing are they the same thing? Is the same. Is the same thing. Is the something I spoke. Is the something I have written. Is the same thing. So God's word, whether God speaks it, you hear the voice of God, or it's written in the word of God, is the same it's the same God talking. God's word is God talking to you, talking to me. So don't take this Bible as if God talking to someone else. It was written for them. When you read this word, receive this word as if God is me that this word is for. That is how this thing works. When you don't believe that this is for you, you can implement and apply what he's telling you to apply to see change in your life. So you had to receive the word. Can you shout amen? So some people believe that it might not be God's will for them to be healed. Some people believe that. Even I've talked to someone recently. He said it might not be his will for me to be healed. Some people believe that God's healing power was dispensational. That it was before but not now again. Glory to God. And some people believe that God's healing power is no longer available in our generation. Glory to God. Some people believe that the healing power of God was special with the apostles. And when the last apostle died, then the healing part of God ceased. Can you shout them? In? These are beliefs from people. Why some people believe that we have passed the age and the dispensation of miracles and healing. I don't know where they got it from. I don't know which Bible they are reading. Some people believe that that the healing power of God, that when Jesus came on the earth, that the healing that he did was to show his sovereignty. And now the healing is no longer available in our days. There are many kinds of beliefs out there about whether God can heal or not. But from the Bible that we are reading, it still tells us that God is a healer. Can you show the man? That God is still healing today. He always, is always in the healing process in our lives. Always healing us. Can you show the man? Okay. Isaiah 55 from verse verse 1 and verse 5. I'm going to read two verses. Isaiah, put that on the screen. Isaiah 53, verse 1 and verse 5. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Who has believed? Who has believed in this report that our God heals? He said, anyone who believes the arm of the Lord will be made strong on his life. It's only those who believe this word and receive it. Who, our iniquity, they chest. Say he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. They chest. Say he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. They chest. Say he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we were healed. Can you show the man? The same price he paid for your salvation is the same price he paid for your healing. There were no two different prices. The price for your salvation was the same price for your healing, for your provision, for your peace. The same price. So, why are we always struggling with believing the healing power of god we don't have struggle believing that god is a god is a god that saves but when it come to god he's a healer we, we struggle to believe it we so much struggle to believe this thing that god is a healer we struggle so much so if you believe that god forgives all iniquity forgives all Why won't you believe that he heals all your diseases? The same God, the same word it it did nothing change. Why are we finding it difficult to believe the word of God? That's my point this morning. My little daughter, I I share this every time. She's now six years old. When she, even before she was born, there were a lot of things they said it will happen, it will not happen, and she was born, and the doctor couldn't figure out. All they said, nothing happened to her. But at some point, she was not talking like she's supposed to talk. Now we keep taking her to, uh, to what's it called? Um, what's it called? Yes, speech therapy for her to improve her speech. And there's nothing they didn't tell us. In fact, at some point, I can tell you when she was three years old, we went there. I we go there every week. When we went there, they said, "You got to believe." that they told me something i can't remember what it is that's the connection from the brain to the mouth is they they gave me a name and all that and you know what they told me they told us that you have to sign her in as someone who is not capable that's that's the way to put it you know and you see when you sign this thing you know when you sign this paper every year six thousand dollars until she's six years old that's eighteen thousand. some of us say hey, i receive it i take it six thousand dollars you take this just and this will be the report of the girl i said i'm not taking it i can't do it even if you make it eighteen thousand for one year i'm not taking it this girl not to her you see we have to we pray i lay hands on her i pray for her every time we refuse to believe the report they gave us i'm not even when, when that thing happened, I, I was not, I did not mention it to my wife. She would not even listen about it. Six thousand. I said, not don't talk about it. He said, the, 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 the season for this is closing. Fill the form. I said, I'm not feeling nothing. Don't, don't try to persuade me, but you can't. It's not going to work. But the same girl that we are talking about, just two weeks ago, they report the brought from the school. They said, we can't believe the jump. The change is so dramatic. We can't see where he was before now. We had to do it in class, I missed everybody, the class, everybody. The same person. You see, you have to believe the word of God. You got to believe the word of God. Can you shout amen? Okay. Psalm chapter 103 from verse 2 to 5. I don't, because of time, I will not go deep into it. But he said, who forgives all? How many of us believe that God forgives all your sin? All your iniquities, all your mistakes. How many of us believe that? If you believe that He forgives, it didn't say He forgives some, all, all. Now, if you believe that He's the God that forgives all, why is it hard for you to believe that He's the same God that heals all? He forgives all and He heals all. It he didn't say some. It didn't say, I will heal some, I will lift some. I heal all your diseases. That's the word of God. Somebody should have receive that. I heal all. Everything that is broken in your life is restored now. In the name of Jesus. I say it's restored now. You see, there's a difference between progression and restoration. Progression is when the yoke upon you is lifted and you begin to move at the same pace you started from. You can't catch up. Restoration is when God, when God takes you from where you are after the yoke is lifted and takes you to where you're supposed to be. That's restoration. And God will restore you today. In the name of Jesus. It's a God of, it doesn't just, he restores he, he will take you from the back and take you to where you're supposed to be. He will restore everything you've lost and put you in the position where you're supposed to be. It's a God that restores. It's a God that heals. And in the name of Jesus, for everyone hearing me this morning, restoration comes into your life. I don't know where you're supposed to be in your life in your career, in your family, in the name of Jesus. Let that restoration power hit you now. In the name of Jesus. He restores. He restores and he heals. Can you show the man? So I wanted to believe the word of God this morning. Um, John chapter 8, verse 31 to verse 32. The Bible was, was, Jesus was speaking to the Jews that believed on him. He said, he said, he said, to them, if you continue, can you put that on the screen, please? If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples? And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. What he's saying there is that not just knowing, knowing the truth and staying on the truth, no matter what you see. Knowing the truth, the word of God is truth. What is saying, if you continue in my truth, the word of God is truth, right? John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy word, thy word is truth. So, if you continue in the truth, then are you my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So, knowing the truth and abiding on the truth is what guarantee our change. We must not just know the truth. We must stand on the truth. Irrespective of what the challenges may look like. Irrespective of the circumstances. You must stand on the truth. Did he say he will do it? Did he say he will do it? If he says yes, then stand on the truth. You don't need to understand everything about God. God, God's timing might not be your timing. So don't judge God based on where you are now. But that the fact that you are still living, you're breathing, tells me that God is not through with you yet. He has not finished. If he has finished, he must have been gone since. He is giving you because there's something that he wants to do in your life. Can you shout, hallelujah? Can you shout and receive it? Glory to God. I was somewhere, I've been, in, I've, been, I've been in a particular place in the past four weeks. And it's a is a is a is a family that are very close to my heart. Very close, they're very close to my heart. And they've been having sort of challenges here and there and things have not been working. And when God said go there, you know, I started going there for four weeks. At the hearing of God, go there for four weeks. And we started praying there every once a week ago there. In the second week, breakthrough happened. I was there at least last week. They were showing me the breakthroughs. What God has done, I couldn't believe what I saw. What God has done, the door that was once closed was open. And God will open your door. What is important is not even who is bringing this message. is you, Are you receiving the message? The word of God cannot change. God will send a vessel to bring the message. Your point is to receive the message. Glory to God, receive the message. In fact, what happened, I was shocked. I said, God is wonderful. He can do the same thing in your life. He want you to believe. Can you shout amen? So the devil will fight you so hard to get you out of the truth. That is the function of the devil. He, he will do everything to get you out of this truth we're talking about. He will do everything possible to take you out of the truth. You see, the truth can make you free so that you are, you are, you are not afraid of anything when this truth sets you free, fear runs away from your life. Can you shout amen? And that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I want to share this verse with you and Psalm chapter 86 and verse 5, can you put that on the screen? I just want to tell you that this God we're talking about is still in the business of healing people. For you, O Lord, Psalm 86 and verse 5, are good, ready to what? Forgive and abundant toward in mercy to all those who what? Who call upon you. You are ready to forgive. I want to hold that verse. Don't That verse, you can write it down. You say he's ready to forgive. Ready. He's ever ready. So if God is putting the scripture on the screen, he's ready to forgive. The next verse, I'm, Studio, can you put the next one on the screen? The next Bible verse. Uh, what is it? Is, is the next Bible verse on the screen. Um, Psalm um isaiah the next verse is isaiah 39 38 verse 20. the place we read said that god is ready to what to forgive amen isaiah 38 verse 20 says think of it the lord is ready to what? to heal the same god that is ready to forgive is ready to heal the question is are you ready to receive the thing is not whether he's ready. The Bible is saying he's ready. He's not just ready to forgive you. He's, he's not just talking about salvation. I know see, the challenge that most of us have, most believers have is that God has become the Lord over our soul. Salvation. We, we, we give God our lives and say we, God we are saved. We believe you. We are our savior. But there's a difference from God being your savior from the lordship of Jesus over your life. There are two different things. You can be saved and yet God Jesus is not the lord over your life but you're saved. So is your obedience and acting on what he said is what makes him your lord. He can be your savior and not your lord. And for all what shows that he's your Lord is when you act on what he says in every area. He's our savior but he's not, for, for some people, he's not their Lord. When he's your Lord, you're going to say, you're going to do everything he has commanded you to do. Can you shout the man? Glory to God. So he's ready not just to forgive, he's ready to heal. So if he's ready, he's not just able, he's ready. Right now. Somebody shout, i receive it. He is not just able. He said, I am ready, ready on this spot to give you what belongs to you. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Okay, Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He who did not spare his son, but deliver him for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Can you shout the Amen. That means God is ready not just to heal you. He's ready to heal you right in this moment. He said, he that fair not his son, why will he not give you all things? Because that same price that he paid for his son for salvation is the same price for your healing. Why won't he give you every other thing? Sometimes we think that it's not God's will. We think that God is not ready to do it. So whenever God wants to do it, he will do it. But he said, I'm ready to do it. If I could, if I, if I could slay my only son, why won't I give it to you? So we must be very receptive when it comes to receiving the word of God. We must open our heart to receive it. Can you shout amen? So never let anybody or anything tell you that it's not God's will for him to heal you. Or it's not his will for, to heal you yet. Or he, he, he will do it later. Mm -mm. you, you receive it and you believe it and you declare it. The healing is not going to happen. The healing never is not, it's not going to happen when you see the physical manifestation. It happens the day you believe and receive. I used to have a very big ball in my hand. I I shared this many times. Very big ball. If I open, if I remove my jacket, you're going to see this eye. I woke up one morning and I saw this big ball in my hand, very big one. You can touch it. You can feel big. I don't know where it came from. All I was doing, I was anointing that hand and saying this thing disappear. Because if I know I go to the doctor, they will tell me something. I anoint it, I will anoint it. I said dry, dissolve, disappear, dematerialize every day. The first day I prayed was the day God had me. That was the day I received my healing. But that thing was there nine months. I didn't go anywhere. I woke up one morning, that thing had disappeared. I'm not saying yours will be that long. But I'm trying to tell you how to receive. It was there every that I was anointed. The thing was there; it was not going away. I never went to any doctor about it. He said, "What I'm trying to say, see, you don't don't do some of the things that I do, but make sure your faith is up to what whatever you're doing. Faith are different, but you must be led about by the Spirit of God in every decision that you make." concerning your health, concerning your life, when you pray and God say, leave it, leave it. When he say, go, go, you have to obey. You know when he's telling you to do what? If he say, go see doctor, go see doctor. Are you hearing you know what I'm saying? If he say, stay with me and believe me, stay with God and believe God. So you have to know when God is speaking to you and how he's speaking to you, and when he speaks, believe it and receive that word that will manifest in your life. Can you shout amen? So don't believe that God never want to heal you very quickly this morning. I want to make sure I'm on time. Uh, 2 Peter 3 verse, 3, verse 9. First, 2 Peter 3, 9 on the screen, please. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count word slackness, but is long-suffering towards you, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to Repentance. So, the word perish means to fall apart. It's not willing that your life falls apart. It's not his will that your life falls apart. It's not his will. The word repent means to change. Somebody say change. The word repent means to change. His plan is not for your life to fall apart. His plan is not slack concerning his promises. He's waiting for you to receive and act on that word. That is change. Repentance is not just for salvation. Repentance means change. You change the way you see things and circumstances and start believing God for what he has said. The Bible talked about Hezekiah in Hezekiah 38. The Bible sent the prophet to go and tell him, you're going to die. It was never God's will for that man to die. Never God's will. But God was telling him, you are doing nothing about this sickness, you're going to die. Because you are doing nothing about it. He told the prophet, go tell him he's going to die. He, he, he's doing nothing about it. It's not, it's, it wasn't God's will for him to die. But once the prophet came and said, God said, you're dying. And the prophet left. The Bible said he turned to the wall and began to speak to God. And God sent the prophet to go and tell him, you are healed. Why? Why? God was waiting for him to do something, to change, to start believing, to start acting on the word of God. But he was there waiting on the sickness. I'm going to die. God said, "Surely you are dying." But once the prophet told him you are dying, he turned to the wall. He forsook everything and faced God. And God said, "Go and tell him he's going to leave. It was it, it was a realization and changing of how he see his situation that caused God to go back to healing. It wasn't God's way for him to die. So God is waiting for us to change. Somebody say change. Change in the way you receive. Change in the way you act on the word. Can you shout amen? So God wants us to humble ourselves and act on the word of God. And I salute that the Lord bless us mightily in the name of Jesus. I'm going to do this quickly. So my question is that this morning, hindrance to our healing and restoration, why are we not getting healed why are we not getting restored why are things still recurring is somebody say offense are you somebody shout offense i didn't hear you say offense you see when you are offended offended in god offended with the pastor offended with the people offended when you are offended there's no way this healing power will work in your life offense you see there's nothing anybody will do to me that will cause me to change or react negative to the person because it's all for my good if i if i'm offended god will not hear me me personally my it doesn't matter how i pray So when we talk about the hindrance to healing, this is a key that that hinders people from receiving the healing. I'm going to show you from the word of God. Okay. Um, Matthew chapter 15, put it on the screen. Verse 24 to verse 26. The Bible says talking about the woman that came to Jesus. He said, but he answered and said, Jesus was telling that woman, the woman came to Jesus, asking him to heal her daughter. And Jesus said, I was not sent self to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Amen? Then she came and worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. But Jesus answered and said it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. God, what Jesus was calling that woman a dog. That's what he says. She was not offended. She, she Jesus was referring that woman because she was a Gentile, because Jesus has been called to save the Jews, that that woman was a dog. That's what it is. But I want to finish before you understand this. Verse 27, and she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, "O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed when? that same hour that same hour if at all when jesus called her a dog and she get offended and left she wouldn't have gotten her healing that healing wouldn't have been there you see sometimes we are at the age when god want to do something in our lives we are offended in god at the point of our breakthrough we're offended in god god you say you're gonna do it you have not done anything the enemy will try to rotate your mind around things in your life to make you ungrateful, to make you get offended with God, with work, with the pastor, with the church, with everybody around you, because God is about to do something in your life. Offense is a key that hinder healing. If that woman was offended, that healing wouldn't have happened. But she said it doesn't matter. So you must learn to forgive people. You must learn to overlook. It was Jesus. This is the Messiah that caught that woman at all. So, you must learn to always live life without offense. Live life without offense. Learn to forgive people from your heart. So that God will do what, see, so that God will perform what he promised in your life. Learn to genuinely forgive people. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? So, we should forget this retaliation spirit. He did this to me, therefore I must do back to him in the kingdom of God. We must learn to live life, love one another and see God do this in our lives. If you're always offended, you can't see the blessing. Because see, people will offend you sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly. You have to know that people are people. But you must make a decision with yourself. Some people have left the way where God has placed them because of offense. Where God has planted them because of offense. But I decree for you this morning that every weight of offense in your life is lifted in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 11 verse 6. Jesus was speaking to them. He said, Matthew chapter 11 verse 6. Can you put it on the screen please? He said, i blessed is he who is not offended because of me offended offended we might not always do things right we might not always do things the way you want them to be done but what I want to tell you is that learn to forgive people in advance because your testimony and your healing ties to that you see I want to show you as I close this morning um, Galatians 5 verse 6. I want everybody to read together if you're in this house. Everybody read together. Are you ready? Let's go. If you're online, read something with me. Are you ready? This is my last Bible verse, okay? When, are you ready? When you are joined to the anointed one, circumcision and religion obligation can benefit you what? Nothing. All that matters now is what? Living in the faith that works and expresses itself what? Through love. That's all matters. Your faith, you need faith to get your healing. You need faith to get a miracle. But that faith only works when love is applied. It's only love that triggers your faith. It doesn't matter how you pray and fast. It doesn't matter how you decree and declare and kick every bucket in your bathroom until you start to love as God has said. Your faith will never be activated. Can you shout amen? in the house this morning so faith that walks by love so we must learn to overlook some things and focus on God who called us can you shout amen that's my last scripture this morning so God wants you to believe it doesn't take God anything to heal you he can do what he says he will do in your life as we start to pray this morning I want to show you this this uh this testimony this is a live testimony i, I don't have it on the screen studio you can turn that camera to this to the uh to that to, to the to the um to the projector because people are watching online i don't have that on the screen this was a man who was sick his elbow was broken this, this is not a phase a real life testimony from winners chapel or lagos now this guy has his hand broken he had an accident the arm was broken. And he went to India. They implanted that, that thing you're seeing on his hand. that what he was carrying. It was implanted on his arm. Between here and here. He was carrying the hand. The hand does not move. He carried a hand like this. One day he went for evangelism to preach the gospel. After he evangelized people and came back in the afternoon, the Lord asked him to lay down. He lay down on his bed. He woke up and saw this thing on the floor, on the, on the bed and the hand was moving. The hand was moving. This thing was on the floor. God did surgery on that hand without any knife, without any surgical tool and he was free. You see what our God can do. That guy receives his healing without any, see, when God heals, he leaves you without any trace or any, 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 any scar on your body. And I want to speak to someone tonight, this morning. I don't know what you're going through, but God will heal you this morning. In the name of Jesus. All you need to do, believe the word of God and set people free from your heart. Release people from your heart. Release them. The Bible says, if I want to pray and I have something with someone, the Bible says, leave your gift at the altar and what? and go back and reconcile because your prayer will not make no sense. If I'm holding you on the ground, if I'm holding you like this, me and you are there. It's not only me that is there. You, you are on the ground, I'm holding you not see the person is not moving I'm not moving for us to move I have to release them so we can move if I keep holding him or holding her no movement that is how it is in the kingdom when you keep holding people in your heart you're not moving they're not moving we must learn to help. see for us this morning I see healing coming into the life of someone as you to begin to lose your heart and set people free it doesn't matter what wrong they've done you. I have someone who called me this, who called me a few weeks ago, finished me on the phone. He finished me on the phone. When he said finish, he finished me on the phone. He said all kinds of things. Just a few weeks later, he called me back again. I'm sorry, I'm sick, I need to pray for me. Well, I said I will not pray for him? I prayed for him. I was on Friday, he texted me, thank you so much, I got my miracle. You see, we, you must learn to live this life of love. Open your heart to love don't get mad at people don't get offended at people because when you start doing that you are holding yourself down can you shout amen so god will give us understanding this morning in the name of jesus lift your voice and we're going to decree as we close this father i receive my healing this morning as if you are watching online get the communal elements ready if you are in the room get your own ready we're going to be praying this morning this morning the healing power of god will surge into the life of everyone at the sound of my voice this morning, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we pray this morning that Your healing power come upon our lives. In Jesus' name, we will pray. If you are watching, if you are watching, or you're in the room, Jesus is not the Lord and Your Savior. Very quickly this morning, I want you to do this prayer with us. You says salvation is the first step to Your healing and deliverance. Salvation. So I want you to start. To, if you're watching online for the first time or you want to dedicate your life to Jesus, this morning we're going to be praying this prayer. <laughs> Excuse me, pray this prayer with us. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my life, Lord Jesus Christ. And I can cleanse and I wash in the word and the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Please, if you pray that prayer with us, you can reach back to us the information displayed online if you're watching online. Please feel free to reach back to us and as you do that. The Lord bless you mightily in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Can you shout amen? Are you blessed this morning? Can you shout amen if you're blessed this morning? Hallelujah. So we're gonna to go to communion section, Hebrew chapter 2. Open your communion elements if you have them. If you are watching online, please hold, have your communion elements ready. Hebrew chapter 2, verse 14 to verse 15. I we pray this morning. In as, much as, in as much then as children have partakers of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had power over death, that is the devil, and release those who through the fear of death, we are all their lives subject. what? To bondage. He said, "The flesh and the blood of Jesus. Jesus partake of flesh and blood that He might deliver us." So what they are holding in your hand is the blood and the flesh of Jesus that can deliver you not just from death, but from sickness, from disease, from infirmity, from brokenness, anywhere you have been broken in your life. What this flesh and blood does, when it gets into your body, it breaks you free from every bondage of Satan. Can you shout amen? So I come to decree into your love this morning, anyone under any kind of bondage, attack in your health, attack in your body, attack in your psychic, in your mental system, attack in your emotions, in your family, in the name of the Lord Jesus, this communion brings your deliverance this morning. In the name of Jesus. Someone, you are here, you are afraid of death. I know what I'm talking about anyone here under the fear of death i command you be free be free from that bondage this communion bring deliverance into you i don't know who the devil has been speaking to you about you're going to die you're going to die i came to prophesy over you you will leave He didn't hear me i said you will leave i said you will leave whoever that word is for you keep hearing that word that you will not live long I canceled that verdict this morning. That verdict is canceled. In the name of Jesus, I release the spirit of longevity into your spirit. Nobody dies young in this church. I know the pride that was paid. Nobody dies young in this assembly. Nobody dies young in this church. In the name of Jesus, not even your children, not even your unborn children. In the name of Jesus, no member of your family, no member of your family dies in the name of Jesus. With long life, my Lord satisfy you and your household. The siege of death is broken over you. The bondage of sickness is broken over you. The hold of darkness is destroyed over your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree from this moment, go forward. I say go forward. The hindrances are scattered. In the name of Jesus, I command rest into your life. Peace into your life. Rest into your family. In the name of Jesus, let that challenge in your life be turned into a testimony. Before this year is over, your testimony will be in your hand. In the name of Jesus, for I will crown your year with my goodness and your path will draw fatness. This year, as we come to the end of this year, Let your year be crowned with the goodness of God. Let your year be crowned with the favor of God. Let your year be visited with the intervention from heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your case has been changed. God is changing your name this morning. God is changing your situation this morning. God is turning around your condition this morning. Father, we thank you. We give you the praise and the glory. Let your name be praised. In the name of Jesus, go and succeed. You didn't hear me. I said, go and succeed. I decree this month will be the best month ever for you. Best month ever for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can we partake of the communion together? If you have yours, you can open it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare that this element becomes the blood and the flesh of Jesus. And by this communion, doubt is pushed out, and the spirit of rock solid faith is built in my life. Every seed of darkness planted in me is uprooted. I receive my healing and restoration now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You cannot partake. Everyone that decreed that this morning, let that word of decree start to manifest now in your life and in your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name.